Our top story on the KRMG Morning News, as we do each Monday, we welcome in Tulsa Mayor G.T. Bynum for Monday with the mayor. Good morning, Mayor Bynum. Good morning. There was a lot of talk about the McGirt decision last week, which affirmed that Oklahoma tribes were never disestablished, thus have jurisdiction over crimes that happen within their boundaries that involve their citizens. So last week, the city of Tulsa and the city of Owasso joined the state in trying to get the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn that decision. There's a a lot to unpack here. Let me first ask you why the city joined that brief to overturn McGirt. So I think that the the key deciding factor for me in that uh, was that the state had asked us if it was the largest city impacted by this Supreme Court decision, if we'd be willing to share the experience of our experience of, from a practical standpoint on the ground of trying to carry out law enforcement uh, after that decision had been made. And I'd been hearing a lot of concerns from our officers in the field and from leadership in the Tulsa Police Department about the impact of that decision and in particular about the lack of follow through on prosecution of cases. And so felt that sharing that experience, uh, giving our officers a voice in this and making sure that the Supreme Court justices, when making their decision on whether or not they're even going to hear the case, which is all this is at at this stage, if uh, I want to make sure that they have the, the practical implications of this decision in front of them and evaluating whether or not they're going to hear the case again. And that the vehicle for doing that was through what's called an amicus brief. And so that's what we filed. And, um, you know, it, I think it, there's been a lot of unfortunate rhetoric around this as if uh, I think we might have lost the mayor there. We're having a little bit of a connection issue. Uh, if he comes back, let me know. We'll, we'll be uh, keeping an ear on it. Mayor, I think we lost you for a second, but you're back. No, I think we lost them again. All right, having a little bit of a connection issue. Um, after that was announced last week with the city, there was a tribal sovereignty rally. And uh, Are you there? It was kind of a, something that they were speaking loudly about, the Cherokee Nation, then filing its own amicus brief. Uh, Mayor's back with us now. The, the Cherokee Nation filed that brief to deny the request, and you put out a statement after that whole rally and everything. Would you like to reiterate that message this morning? Yeah, I, I just I want to be really clear that... Um, we did this because we felt that from a public safety standpoint, the justices needed to have the, the experience of law enforcement officers who've been impacted by this decision. They needed to have that information in front of them, that this is not just a theoretical decision. It has real practical consequences. But at the same time, you know, I think so highly of the leadership that we have in our tribal governments uh, that Uh, in the Cherokee, Muscogee, and Osage nations. We've had an incredibly productive working relationship. I consider each of those chiefs to be a friend. And, you know, leaders, I I feel like in this day and age, we often forget that leaders can have principal disagreements on, on things and still work together for the common good of the people they serve. And I have complete confidence because I know these chiefs and the kinds of leaders that they are, that even if we disagree on this matter, it's going to be resolved one way or the other. And when it is, we are still going to work together to move this community and this part of the state forward. 
on to uh, something else now. I know you talked with Dan recently about the uh, the vaccine mandates and how you weren't going to initially enforce it in the city of Tulsa because you didn't get any clarification or a response from the White House. Has that changed? Still have not received that clarification from the, the federal government, no. And and again, you know, the we had considered doing it voluntarily, uh, not even being required to do it before the White House announced their mandate. And the pushback and the concerns that I heard from public health officials were less philosophical and more to do with the practical implications of it when we have a shortage of testing supplies and kits. And so you take like the city of Tulsa, one of the largest employers in the region, you know, 3,500 employees and say that, uh, you know, a certain percentage of those employees every single week are going to be using test kits, whether they have symptoms or not. And it puts a real strain on supply. And I, I voiced that to the team at the White House and they said, oh, we're going to work through the testing supply issue. Uh, we still have a shortage of testing capability here in Tulsa. So I don't think it's been fully addressed, but we're still waiting on that clarification. And, and of course, we'll do whatever is legally required of us uh, if they tell us that we have to. But I think that one, there's an issue around shortage of testing supplies. I also just have a real concern uh, that that forcing, you know, when our greatest public safety issue in Tulsa right now is a shortage of police officers and firefighters, putting in that kind of requirement could have a really adverse impact on our ability to recruit new members of the department and to keep people in our department. And you see this with law enforcement agencies around the country that have are struggling with following through on these kinds of mandates. So I, I just think, I think the intent of it, trying to get more people vaccinated, that's a very noble intent, but there's a ton of unintended consequences with this. Now, with that said, we just got this open mic, a question for you. Has the mayor of Tulsa or any other mayor tried to reach out and possibly get some of these firefighters and police officers and other people that are getting ready to lose their jobs, try to lure them here to Tulsa? Any of that going on? Uh, we have not. I mean, the thought did occur to me when I, I heard the number in particular, I heard just how many, I mean, hundreds of officers are talking about resigning in New York and uh, at a time when, uh, well, a few months ago, we had really been facing a challenge around getting enough applicants for our academies. But we're about to have one of the largest academies in the history of the Tulsa Fire Department, uh, 60 new firefighters. And then Tulsa Police Department, we actually, after we put through the largest starting pay increase in the history of the department, we received a, a really substantial number of applicants for our upcoming academy. So we're pretty tapped out on uh, our academy capacity right now, but I, I love that idea, and that's definitely something we would consider. Tulsa Mayor G.T. Bynum, Mondays with the mayor. Thank you for your time. Thank you.